Hello and welcome back to the podcast with no name. I'm Nolan and... I'm also Nolan. I legally changed my name from Chris Chavis to Nolan Mulberry. I just thought it was a very distinguished name and I felt like it uh, moved me up about 50 years with that name. (laughs) <laughs> so you know what we should do we should be uh, Nolan and Nolan podcasters at large I'm Chris Chavez hi nice to <laughs> no, meet you you didn't like that did you hi hi everyone that's listening and has shared our podcast with you know if, if I could hug every one of you I would he would right yes, now would. I'm giving you a collective hugs. free hugs for everyone who listens to the podcast with no name exactly free, free hugs. hugs hugs for free so uh, I have a question for you I have an answer for you. Let's hope they match. Are you sore? Am I sore? Oh, because of what happened on Saturday. What happened on Saturday? Um, the million dollar man went up in front of a budget committee meeting. <laughs> That's how I feel. Is the million dollar man, but after a bunch of budget cuts. So uh, uh, a while ago, I get this text from Nolan. He goes, "Hey, so I'm doing this thing, and I would wanted to know if you wanted to come and support me." And I was like, "Awesome! What are you doing?" And so I said, I'm competing in my first Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournament. And to that response, I said, oh, I'm filming this. And you are so filming it. I went. It was awesome. He did great. I lost. It's okay. I it- lost twice, two rounds. I- even to one guy who had the flu. Like I said, it could have been worse. He could have lost to a guy who was blind with no arms. That would have been... You're like, oh, man. <laughs> Defeated me with his mind and you lose. Oh, I'm lost. No, well, at least I didn't. Yeah, you're right. But it, it was it was awesome to watch and to experience that that world. Um, and like I said, I recorded it and made a cool little video. It's so in the editing process, and you all will see it here. Yes. Uh, this week. Cool. I'm excited to see it. I want to see how I did. You did good. Well, ye- thank you. But I want to. See I was like how a proud mama. I was a mama bear. <laughs> mama. That's my boy. I was gonna paint a big sign that says, "That's my friend." Watch him kill. Yeah, oh. he has rabies, but I, <laughs> I uh, didn't have the luxury of doing that. Yeah, it was it was fun. It uh, the first round went not as expected, and the second round I did much better, but still didn't win. Um, Everyone's a winner as long as you tried. That's all that matters. Uh, what I'm looking oh, at. No. <laughs> what I'm excited about is that I learned some. Uh, Shortcomings, my own shortcomings, and what I need to practice on, and how to make it better to not lose. So, I got bit by the tournament bug, I want to do more, but Um, I have to let my shoulder heal. That's right. Yeah, ouch, it hurts. Like I said, I feel like the $6 million man in front of the Senate Oversight Committee for overspending. Oh, oh, we're going to cut this, cut this, you know. Oh, I was also going to ask you. Yes. What's today's date? Today's date is uh, November fourth, two thousand and eighteen. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. Did something happen on this day? As a matter of fact, it did. I woke up this morning. I knew it, and that's the episode, <laughs> folks. Actually, all kidding aside, we're just a couple of kidders, and they all know that. Uh, something did happen today, but uh, we're going to need you to get the keys to the Wayback Machine. Oh, I have them here in the secret compartment. All right, I got All them. All right. Yes, well, this day in history, uh, 
I think I'm going to make you narrow it down for us. What are some of your favorite times in pianos? Just start naming things from your favorite times, and I'll say yes or no. Okay. Uh, when the apes took over the, the earth. That's in the future, but no. Okay. Uh, Don't tell anyone. Sorry. They have to figure it out for themselves. We can't, we're gonna when Gary Coleman ran for governor. Stay tuned. <laughs> uh, no, um, I'm going to say, um, oh gosh. Dinosaurs? No. No? Egypt. I love Egypt. You love Egypt. Well, why don't you marry Egypt? As a matter of fact, yes. We're going to go back to Egypt. Because yes. today, November 4th, 1922... Good summer. I was... I'm older than I you, and you know seven what the at the time. Like? So. Well, it was, a very good, it was a very good winter in Egypt because... That is the time, that is the date that they discovered, that uh, Howard Carter discovered uh, the tomb of King Tutankhamun. That toot. King yes. Toot. King Toot. King Toot and his brother, Rootin' Tutankhamun. I love Rootin' Tutankhamun. And his sister, Rootin' Tootin' Fruity. <laughs> <laughs> Rootin' Tutankhamun is actually a uh, Three Stooges joke. Oh, sorry. So, yes, the, the, the King Rootin' Tootin'. <laughs> yeah, Rootin' Tutankhamun. Did you know that uh, they had a cousin that was on the Cosby show named Rudy? <laughs> and <laughs> my, I was going into my Bill Cosby impression. I just started laughing. You get the pudding, and you get the tootin' common, and you get the plague. Seven of them. Thank you, Mr. Pacino. You are welcome. So where are we going, Mr. Pacino? Egypt. That's right. So let's go ahead, and we are going to want to go back a little bit further than 1922. Okay. We're going to we're going to go see what uh, we're going to go observe King Tut for a bit. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. Ready and go. You know what? Oops. Let's <laughs> uh, let's blame the the Sphinx's nose on Napoleon. I think I think they had super glue back then, right? No, I think if we if we if we leave a note that says Napoleon did it, I think history right. will record. And then put an IOU on it. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. got it. Anyways, so <clears throat> so if, without further ado, the Sphinx's nose was broken off by a cannonball shot by Napoleon, not by our wayback machine. This day, this day, this day. <laughs> In history. Wow, you're more excited about it than I am, apparently. That's our new theme song. Oh, my new theme song, you're, is it? I just made it right now. All right. So here we are. We are in Tutankhamun's time. <clears throat> oh, boy. Do you know what, uh, do you know what, you know what year it is? Um, two. No. Uh, it's a little bit further than that. I was way off. What is it? We are now in the year of 1333 B.C. Oof. Yes. 1333 B.C. Hoppin' year, right? Yeah, man. That's when the uh, Footloose came out. Well, funny you should mention about <laughs> Footloose because guess who couldn't dance very well? Tutankhamen. That's right, because he had a club foot. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, that was the name of his club. Club, yeah. Club foot. Welcome to Club, club foot. foot. Yeah. Well, I tried to do the dance. <laughs> was it two snakes to get in? Yeah. Is that no. what it was? <laughs> Ask Constantine. He'll tell you. Uh, but see, he was the son of Akhenaten. And uh, he had become king at a very young age, about uh, about not even 18 yet. 
So he, uh, and then he also died very young. So he wasn't king very long. He was sick, but uh, people revered him. He had a nasty temper, according to history. Uh, so he was Joffrey. <laughs> yes, but without all the homicide. In case if you didn't know, or if you lived under a rock, Game of Thrones, you know, Joffrey. But I'm the king! He was, only, he was 5'11", so he was... Uh, I didn't know he was that small. For back then, that was kind of big. Wow. So, yeah. how tall are you now? I am six foot four. So you must have been a god to them if you were I would back have been in the giant. day. So you know, David would have had to have hit me with a rock to kill me. David just runs away. Screw. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> either that or Achilles would have been summoned to go fight oh, that dude. And then you go screw this. <laughs> hey, I'm a student in history. Watch your heel, pal. Nice. <laughs> Anyways, he's five eleven. Yes, but and he has. Uh, Kupel-Fail syndrome, it's congenital fusion of cervical vertebrae. So he's oh, gotcha. not it's, a healthy fellow. Right, and I bet that um, like blocked his growth. Yes, it did. That makes sense. Um, they, you know, incest was kind of the way that the royalty, uh, right. royals uh, grew the, the line. It wasn't icky. It was icky. Oh, it was icky. Yeah, well, it was it was just you know. Well, because what, what point? Uh, I know incest wasn't a big deal at mm-hmm. some point in time. I don't remember what no, it was. It was you know when you're of royal blood, marrying within your own family to produce, keep the royal oh. blood royal, right? You know, so he was the product, I believe, of uh, his his aunt. Uh, the, you know, like through other of his family, his aunt, uh, his other aunt was his mother. Gotcha. Um, but uh, so. Very sickly, uh, and he held the throne for a little bit. And they also start. They also think that he was put on the throne somewhat prematurely with the uh, disposition of Queen Nefertiti. Oh, uh, it turns out that a lot of the stuff that he was buried with was actually hers, and she was buried with the previous king's stuff because she was. Uh, his dad was king, and then he dies. She becomes queen, hmm. and then they're like, yeah, yeah, we kind of like this guy a little bit better, and you know, keep the, keep everything right. within the house. He's so, small. We can hide him. It's yeah. fine. Uh, she's on the outs, and they put in Tutankhamun, and then uh, he rules for a little while, and they don't know what caused his death. They don't know why. So there's no surviving records of his death, but Murder. they think that it was just... Uh, that he died, but his burial was hurried, so they kind of rushed it. So you know, oh gosh, he's dead. We we didn't have time to prepare. How dare they be royal uh, morticians if they can't prepare for the right. king's death? So that's uh, King Tut. I mean, we we've have if you've ever seen, they have traveling exhibits of of his uh, oh, of the God. stuff from his tomb, I so you can see his burial see mask, golds and riches, and it it's a traveling show now. Uh, it did actually. I think it did come to Seattle at one point in time. It might be making its way around again. Of course, when I'm um, not here, when I was didn't live here, Toots was here. Right. Yeah. Uh, he had a condo made of stone. You know, oh if you ever hear everybody, uh, we're gonna be not serious for a moment. Listen to Stephen Steve Martin's. Oh yeah, yeah, I understand. You know, about, yeah. Yep. He had a. Born in Arizona, uh, grew up in Babylonia, had a condo made of stone. What was what was the 
so-called curse of his. We'll get to that. Oh, we will. Because Sorry. I jumped uh, the, uh, mum- the the gun, the mummification gun. So, so here's the thing. King Tut rules for a minute. Everybody, yay, King Tut, woo! And then he goes, Ugh! and then they, uh, they all, they they scoop him. They scoop his insides out. We should do an episode on mummification. Oh, I love all that stuff, man. I. And giving him the, the, the cheats to talk to Anubis. Oh, I love all that stuff, yeah. man. Uh, so they mummify him yep. rather hurriedly, and then they stuff him in his tomb, and they bury all of the stuff with him so that he can have it within the afterlife. And then they blame Tyrion on the death. Mm. Yes, well, no. Yet again, a Game of Thrones joke. So here's the weird thing, is that he... This is 1333 BC. Yeah. And generations, generations, generations... His tomb is lost. It becomes a lost tomb. You know, where is, you know, they can see him within the official records, but where was he buried? I don't know. Uh, And what's so weird is that it is so lost that centuries later, even, you know, even well beyond our time, there are huts built on the top of his tomb, and they didn't dig down deep enough, or else they would have been like, "Oh my gosh, there it is! Found. Yeah, we're rich!" So if if we can find uh, King Tut, why can't we find Hoffa? That's a question for that another day. That is a day. great question. I don't know. Uh, probably because we're not looking for him anymore. Says you. Or, I was out there today digging oh. with a spoon. <laughs> well, and yeah, you're I was, finding? I was at Cary Park. <laughs> Just digging around Cary Park. Thought he was there. <laughs> hey, there's Hoffa. Wait. No, who is this? So now, the, his tomb is lost, and many other kings and queens of Egypt have been buried around in the Valley of Kings. So you basically, you stub your toe, it's another tomb. Yeah. And uh, that's why they call it the Valley of Kings. Yes, there's plenty there. And Many, many pyramids, you know, just, but, so, century, 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 it's lost, it's buried. Things are built on top of that. Then they become ruins and scattered about. And what they were digging in through floods and other and other kings, what happens, there are other pieces of other tombs over the top of his. So his, you know, it's like a tomb cake, layers, you know. And he's just laying there being like, man, this stuff's heavy. Yeah. Is it time to come out yet? See, the thing about Egypt that is so fascinating to me is, I mean, everything that happened, the history mm-hmm. of that place, yes. it's, it fascinates me and it scares me of everything that went down. How advanced that they were for when they were, yeah. and, you know, whether the aliens built the pyramids or not, or how could they get the engineering within to cut those, uh, to cut the brick. The, and yes, the, yeah. but within within the tolerances that they all are. Yeah, you know, it's it weird has to be machined. Well, it wasn't, but you never aliens. know. Maybe because aliens, the, the big hair dude from. Could. It could have been. Could have been. We don't know. I do. Well, we've got the wayback machine. We should go back. <laughs> it was the aliens. It You're wasn't. Like, oh. It was Jimmy Hoffman. It was Bob Vila. Interesting. <laughs> Bob Vila and Tim the Toolman Taylor building the pyramid. That's why the... Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And that's why the, that's why the Sphinx has its nose. No, it was us. Awesome. It was us. Awesome. It was actually Napoleon. Tim. It was Napoleon. Tim Allen, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so now, there's, you know, myth, legend, and folklore, and rumors about a tomb of, of the boy king. Yeah. And of vast riches. And... Uh, they have discovered when they 
we're going to get a little hit. We're going to go ahead of ourselves for a minute and then get back. But when they had gone into the tomb, they discovered that it had been plundered twice. But it had been done so to the point of where there were just some shady guards. Mm. Uh, when he had first been buried, it was within months of his death that it had only been plundered. So and nothing it, recent. So nothing. <laughs> no, I mean they, it. It had the the signs of discovery were so ancient that they figured that it had been plundered, but only by people that had known that. Oh, hey, he was the boy king. I'm going to go get a trinket, and then you know. Can you imagine? If I, just go with me on this. Mm-hmm. You had an ancestor who did. It, it was one of those. Ancestors that took something from his yes, and then it passed on generation generation, and then like your great grandfather or your grandfather now has it. How cool would that be? I would love that. Or it would turn into the mummy, and he like him in the in the the first movie searching for his the jars. Mm -hmm. It's him back being like, oh, that's you know all of that stuff is just absolutely fascinating. It is love, 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 love that. So now now we know uh, he lived. Of course he did, or else he, there wouldn't be no King Tut. <laughs> I mean, gee whiz. Uh, and relatively short reign, he dies. They bury him hurriedly because they weren't prepared for it. He's buried with Nefertiti's uh, stuff. And, you know, that's that was her burial mask that they figured. You know, they just uh, cobbled everything together, and uh, it was supposed to be her, but they adapted it to be the boy king, you know. and Yeah, the long goatee mm-hmm. thing. And so now he's back actually in his tomb on display, but they have to have him in a glass case instead of a sarcophagus so that he won't decompose. Right. And so it's climate controlled and so everybody can go in, ooh, that's King Tut. Um, he's actually not my favorite pharaoh, but uh, Ramses is one of mine. Oh, of course. Yeah, right? But still, but, interesting but this, but this is the one that made the big time. Of course. Uh, because there had been, you know, throughout centuries, there Egyptologists have just, you know, this this long lost civilization, uh, and where are their roots? You know, you find trinkets just about everywhere, and people just go in and study and study and study, and it was every archaeologist's dream, every oh, treasure yeah, hunter's bet. dream, is to find something. Indiana Jones, man. Yes, you know, and so let's fast forward all the way to 1922. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy by the name of Howard Carter, who had been funded by uh, wealthy British, had spent years finding it. So he had, uh, since 1915, he had been searching for Tutankhamun's tomb. You know, with all the historical records, there's got to be somebody here who's got all of this stuff. 1915, he searches, and in 1922... Life's work. Life's work. Uh, they find it. And it's sad how they found it. How? By accident. They were digging for it, but they found it by accident. One of their the local uh, one of their the local employers, uh, you know, they were water boys. He was carrying jugs of water, and he trips on a piece of sandstone, and lo and behold, that piece of sandstone wasn't just sandstone. It was hewn into a staircase, and it was. The staircase what? that led down to the tomb. What's the chances of that? Well, Come so, on, Jacob, right? get up. Hey, Why are you fa- water, please. Wait a minute. Coming, Effendi. And then, ooh. 
hey, I found something. That sounds something from like, a, that's like a movie. That's like the opening of The Mummy. It sounds... Yes. It was basically that's, you know, you find it by accident. Wow. It's the It's... And that's what happened. So then they... Uh, they they excavate that and they're like wow this is a tomb i mean what is this and they uh he chisels a hole into the door and he's look he doesn't actually get to see the tomb of tutankhamun yet but he looks into the anteroom of where they store all of his stuff right his gold his couches his couches you know yep. his uh, ebony and gold uh, cats you know just all of his otherworldly possessions right. and found something so then they get in and they don't actually officially re- release it until the 1930s like they get into there or late 1923 they in february of 23 is when they show everybody look we're in the tomb but they actually made it all the way in with you can see it through photographs right. and whatnot but here they are they cr- crack it open and then they fully excavate it and he spends how, uh, Howard Carter spends months cataloging just the anteroom, and then they catalog the burial chamber, and there is the sarcophagus, and open it up, and they're my goodness, this is what they describe as Tutankhamun, mm-hmm. all of the language, and oh, who is this? And then they found it. Oh, that's I just want to be present for one. It's something like I that. Agree. Just, I it's agree. just so cool. See, this part of history I actually like is the the mysteries. That's my favorite thing. So how much of stuff do you think that he took with him in the afterlife? Tutankhamun? Yes. I mean, with his, within his chamber? <coughs> Wrap him up, send him off on his way, and how much stuff did he have with him? Probably a ton. Well, I don't know. He was young. Right. Did he have... Well, I guess he would have much. He had stuff. He was Egyptian royalty. Right. Yeah, so, um, you know, like... You know, I'll be buried in my Maserati. You know, right, right, right. right. It's gold, uh, like jewelry or rings or. How many items do you think that they found in the tomb, antechamber, tomb, his whole, Thousands? his whole thing? Yes, five, fifty-four hundred items. Holy moly! And we're talking gold coffin, his gold coffin, face mask, thrones, bows, trumpets. Uh, lotus chalices, food, a PlayStation, wine, sandals, <laughs> fresh linen skivvies. He had fresh underwear for him. They had all of his offerings for the afterlife. It took wow. Howard Carter ten years to catalog all of them. And can you imagine if they found something that's from the future? It's like, what is this? And it says iPhone on the back. You want to know how right you are? What would they find? They found a dagger in the tomb that had. Iron. There was an iron blade, but that iron blade, that iron came from a meteorite. So they, wow, the world's like first, like knife, essentially. But, well, they've had iron bef- then, but this is iron that they cut, down, cut yeah. down from a meteorite. So he had a, you know, a space dagger. That's cool. How cool is that, right? Oh, so he a was space dagger. Yeah. And but then they started. Uh, goodness, all of this stuff kind of belongs to Queen Nefertiti, but she's oh, on the not? outs. So we'll give it to we'll give it to Tut. He's a good nephew. Um. So then, now here's the sad part. You make this worldly discovery, right? You are one of 
England's most eminent archaeologists. Right. Whatever. No one cared? The world cared all right, but he wasn't recognized by... He, no awards, no nothing. It was his biggest claim to fame, and he dies in relative obscurity. No award, no knighthood, no nothing. And they're just like, for a green and country, what? And that was it. Wow. Yep. Um, however, Egypt did award him one of their highest honors. Like, wow, you found our heritage. Here's a medal. Thank you so much. Right. So, you know, he got some recognition from it other than, yeah, it was a guy I, that I think in that way, though, it, it's a little bit more touching from it's the actual people in Egypt. Yes. I think that me, I, I would rather have that that's a higher, uh, like, prestigious award than from, like, where well, I'm from. But, but, you know, here, here we are, you know. Uh, you know, England, they're very posh. You know, oh, you, right. you charge the light brigade, here's your medal. What? You know, right. you, know uh, you had tea, here's your medal. What? <laughs> Good for you, chap. Here's your medal. Uh, but no, you discovered King Tedwell. Tut, tut. Yeah. Who cares? Poor guy. Yes. And uh, then, now, then we dive into the realms of coincidence foul play, or manufactured uh, hysteria, Okay, is every, every you know, th- throughout history, we all hear the curse of the this, the right. curse of that. And this is the one, King Tut's tomb is the origin of the curse of, curse of the pharaohs. You know, so you know you crack you you steal my stuff after I'm dead. I'm gonna get you, or something's gonna get you. Right. Um, the uh, George Herbert Carnarvon, Lord Carnarvon, uh, was the one that kind of, his death kind of fueled the fire for this Pharaoh's curse. Right. Uh, he was a rich, wealthy benefactor who was funding. Uh, Howard Carter's expedition, and uh, he was somewhat sickly himself. And he, five months after they, after he goes into the tomb, he just drops dead. <gasps> the Pharaoh's curse. Um, they think that he died. Uh, he died of bronchitis. He had just he was just not healthy at all, and his lungs were so bad that bronchitis would kill him. You know, anything would kill him. Uh, there were there were fifty some people there at the opening of the tomb. Only not many died. Well, I would think that like the people that open up the tomb, who knows what kind of bacteria, what kind of stuff was sealed with it right. that existed then that does it now. Right. And or, the body is like or what? just really nasty bad air and something yeah. get uh fifty eight people were there and only eight died within a dozen within twelve years. Of the opening of the tomb. Gotcha. So the the Pharaoh's curse was kind of manufactured. Uh, they think that it was manufactured by the newspapers. Oh, of course. To it's just like, sell papers. Sell papers. Sell yeah, papers. Yeah. yeah. Oh no! Look, they opened the tomb, and Lord Carnivan died, here, and then everybody here, gets sick with malaria. But to someone like me, that oh gosh, when my brain just takes over my the, my, my imagination, it's really cool. It is <laughs> way cool, and I, who? And then think of it: the mummy's curse, the curse of the mummy, right. and 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 this is the mummy, and that mummy's curse that spawned so much stuff. I mean, you've got Boris Karloff's the right. mummy, then the curse of the mummy, Abbott and Costello meet the mummy, you know, and 
Just right? all of that stuff. Just because everybody is so fascinated and spooked by it that how could you not? So this was so the curse, who knows, there may have been they they, they did recent studies and they thought, well, maybe, but no. They they could not actually decisively determine that there was, you know, some kind of pathogen in there that could have hurt people. Um like the mycotoxins, like the fungi or whatever. But uh, Howard Carter himself, he died of, uh, he had Hodgkin's. He died of uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and died. Oh, gotcha. He lived for another 30 years after the, uh, he died in 39. So he died at 64 years old. And then his people, his oldest one was uh, Carnivan's daughter who died in uh, 1980. So, and then one of the other archaeologists that was there died in 1961, 39 years after it. Right. So, so I mean, it's they. Was there a curse? Yes. Yes. But <laughs> did it did it affect the, the finding party? No. No. Um, Didn't but, they? I know it's not off subject. It's still on the, the same topic. Mm-hmm. Didn't they find recently? They found a black tomb. They found a random. I, I remember reading this, and I. I I, oh gosh, I don't remember where it was, but they found it, another tomb, and it was like jet black. I think so, but I'd have to, I'd have, have to, to relook it. Yeah. Look Anyways, do that. But so here today, oh, what was it? How many years after 1922? So almost a hundred years later, was the finding of King Tut. That's insane. And it was it, they were hunting for it and hunting for it, and they find it by accident because whoops, I tripped. Oh, hey, what's hey, this? What is this? Looks like a staircase. Hmm. Let's dig. Oh, yes, we got it. But years cataloging all the stuff that they found, wow. 5,400 items buried in there with it. And he, and it took him months just to understand everything that was just in right. the, uh, the parlor, you know, the ante room before he even gets to the tomb. And then there he is. I think that is just one of the coolest things. Can you imagine the goosebumps in, on him when he finally saw the tomb? Oh, it is here. And to know that you are the first person to see it yep. in thousands of years. Why do you think I'm trying to find Hoffa? To be the first person to see him in 30 years? <laughs> in, yeah, it's a long time. Yes. Five minutes right now but, is a long time for me. And then to think that you can see evidence of people have broken in, you know, a thousand years ago. Right. And, you know, like, ha, huh, they've long since died and nobody's discovered it since then. And it's been buried underneath people's huts and then more tombs over the top of that. Yep. I mean, it's just like, yeah, uh, space available, you know, bury here. Wow. Mm. Well, we, uh, you heard it here, folks. We found his tomb. Yes. No, but that's really neat. Um, I, I definitely think we should do a further episodes on just, gosh, Egypt. Because Egypt is... Wouldn't it be great? Fascinating. Who knows? That might be our next... So, yeah, here's something fun. Oh. In 2015, the north wall of Tutankhamun's tomb blocked and hidden decorated plaster leading to another chamber, which is supposedly to have contained the burial of Nefertiti. Ooh. <laughs> oh. I just love to go see it. Next, they're going to find a Nox on moon. That's another mummy ride. That's a mummy <laughs> reference. Yes. But uh, <clears throat> thanks for listening, guys. Yes. And uh, if thanks you, for putting up with it. <clears throat> if you want to find your own, your very own sarcophagus, uh, go to Egypt and trip with water. <laughs> yes. And on that, I am Chris Chavis. And I'm Nolan O'Reilly.
thanks guys and um have a good never sleepy never sleepy never sleepy oh and by the way the mummy will get you if you don't eat your vegetables